Hey guys, we are pleased to say that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation charity. And now, a message from one of our supporters. Hi Sylvia, my name's Gemma. The fact that you have turned this terrible situation into such a positive thing is absolutely incredible and she would be so proud of you. And I, I imagine that you probably know that anyway, but she, you and her had this dream that you wanted to make people realize and that you know that there's the alternative world out there and i'm of a similar age to what your daughter would have been now um you know and i remember when the news broke and it absolutely broke my heart but it also concerned my parents as well because i'm you know i like my heavy metal i like my uh, rock music and I was also dressing very similar to how your your daughter did. And, you know, to an extent I still do, but not all the time now. But still, it, it took away our kind of freedom of speech. But you, with your foundation, you've managed to give that back to us. And you've opened people's eyes because people don't realize with regards to like the foundation it's opened people's eyes up to realize that you know like the goth community the alternative community whatever label people want to put onto it that actually the majority of the time those people are actually the most sensitive people that you ever meet and also most kind-hearted people that you ever meet as well so on behalf of myself as an alternative girl who loves my tattoos and you know all that thank you thank you for making us matter to learn more about this wonderful charity head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com hi i'm sarah hughes and you are listening to what were you listening to the hmm the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. The Chronicles of Podcast. Do, 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 do. The Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Yeah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. Today, we're speaking to a woman who is a jingle artist had a band with toy instruments, and is known as Shifty Bob. These are the chronicles of Sarah Hughes. Thank you so much for the jingle, Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the 14th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And these are the chronicles of Sarah Hughes, a.k.a. Shifty Pop. It is I, the bearded brummy, Jamie, and with me, as always, is this handsome devil. It's a Scotsman Tom. And I also realised that, again, you went for the trifecta syllable. You, did, you know, no more, no less. It's always weird how they're like, we need to make an impactful start here. Use three syllables only. <laughs> it's because you enjoyed it so much during the trailers. I'm bringing that shit back. But it's like if you wanted to introduce a Tyrannosaurus Rex, you'd be fucked, wouldn't you? Make it impactful. Oh, shit. Uh... Hi. Tyranna, Taurus, <laughs> Rex. There you go. It, has, it does have the same ring, but it gave you the three syllables. There you are. 
You didn't uh, do the short Dave. version. T Rex. Fuck, it's only two. Dave, Dave, that was awful. Like we need to maybe think about what you're saying. So try again. Okay. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Um <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> it's the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> That's one film I never understood how no one swore. I'm sorry, you're being chased by a dinosaur. You're gonna swear. <laughs> it reminds me of that um, image that the ostrich room with that cheetah, and at the top it says shit, 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 shit. <laughs> oh crap! It's a Velociraptor. Oh shit! I fucked it. <laughs> Uh, a rap tour. <laughs> it just stops in its tracks. Oh, I feel important. Thank you. I'm going to leave you alone now. <laughs> just to bring you impactful dinosaurs. Try Sarah. Try Sarah. Tops. That works really well. As <laughs> does actually. Yeah. Steg. Uh, Saurus. <laughs> really enjoying this, aren't you? I don't know why. Terra. <laughs> Dak. Tull. Anyway. <laughs> It's just because you're using the three syllables and all of a sudden I got carried away with dinosaurs. I do apologize massively. Hi, guys. It's the Scott Spatel. Welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast, the Chronicles of Sarah Hughes' Acacia. <laughs> but, but Ace Ventura. Yeah, I love that film. I watched the first one the other day. I watched it on Absolutely. Saturday Night with Harrison. It was incredible. It's so good. It's one of those things that you can't... It, it's, it feels um, like people would shit all over it now because of the content of the movie. We touched on that in an old episode, yeah, the end of it, yeah. It wasn't designed to be, you know, like, oh, God, because she's a man now. Uh," Like, it's not designed to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Homophobic? Transphobic? Yeah, it's not like it's discriminatory to people that are transverse, you know, they're they're not having a go at people like that. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. It's just because it's of its time. It's just funny at the time. Precisely. How are you anyway? I'm very good. I've got work later on, so we're having a daytime recording. Daytime recording. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Daytime. It's daytime recording. It's only on a Monday morning. Here it goes, Tom and Jamie. Introducing the Chronicles of Podcast. Oh, yeah, here we go. Mother Lovers is daytime recording on a Monday morning, and we love to sing for no reason. And we've got a jinglist on the show. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> the other half's like, it's over. Get out of my face. <laughs> I want nothing to do with you anymore. What? Somehow set Alexa off. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> How the hell did I do that? Oh no. Me clapping must have set off Alexa for some reason. Does it work? I don't know. Alexa? No, no, it wasn't you. I must have done oh, it somewhere. Damn it. I didn't even say her name. Add ball bags to the shopping cart. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes, I'm good. Um, yeah, quite tired as always. Been a busy weekend, but yeah, good. Add asshole bleach to the shopping list. <laughs> Ed Sheeran yes. loves to sing about it, so why not? Why do people do that anyway? Like, what? Like, oh, come have a look at the asshole. Like, oh, good as that look, Gene. Gene, how good's my ass look? That reminds me of one of my favourite things I've ever seen. It shouldn't be called bleaching your asshole. It could, should be called changing your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, I shan't tell. Yeah, look, I've just went and got my ass all bleached. <laughs> Why? Oh, it's for no reason whatsoever. I thought, you know, it's the new trend. You get in your vaginas with all the, the glitz and glamour and fucking jewellery. So I thought I'd just go and paint my asshole as well, just in case. In case you want to go out back and have a lick. <laughs> <laughs> in case he wants to, sh- <laughs> to tongue punch my shit box. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know how people can do that. It's saying like the people who've like even like genital piercings. I couldn't bring myself to walk into a oh. shop in front of a stranger and go, excuse me, mate, stick a piece of metal in that. Oh. Like, oh. Like, bend over and go, do us a favor, love. This ain't quite the right colour, is it? Give, yeah. give it a bleach. <laughs> So we're like they they want to get tanned up completely, but then want to make the asshole lighter. Makes no sense. I don't get it. I don't understand people. It's like a ring light. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. You can see that UV. That's it. It's glow in the dark. <laughs> oh God, we need to move on before we lose everyone. Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Unfortunately, of course, I'm I'm off to Sheffield later today because it's my grandmother's funeral tomorrow. So, um, you know, somber times. It'd be a, it'd be an interesting couple of days. Uh, but I'm good, man. I'm good. It was. Uh, it's been quite a good week, actually. That's good. Quite good week like. Yes, yeah, so I, I really can't complain. I'm just trying to think. There's nothing really that I'm like. You know, I've just reacted a lot more than anything else. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, but I'm okay. Um, like I say, funeral tomorrow. Um, and then I get the, and then work was so kind to give me two days off today and tomorrow that they're making me work a nine day stretch straight after. Oh, God. And I thought it was really nice of them to do that, to be honest with you. Um, Still don't seem right to me, but there we go. And then I get into a week off. So, you know, I'm going to spend that week off recovering from the nine day straight and then I'm back to work again. So it'd be like I had no time off at all. <laughs> <laughs> But there we are. What have you been doing stuff, my friend? Um, well, I'm mostly Rhiannon, like you said. I just, yeah, so much Rhiannon. I, I did five days straight. I can't come. I feel bad complaining about five days straight when you were about to do nine. But it should, it should, the thing is, what gets me is everyone who works Monday's Friday does five days straight. But I'm so used to having my weeks broken up. It's knackering to me now. It's crazy, isn't it? Because I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. But there we go. No, like I, like a, I, don't, I like a midweek day off rather than a weekend day off. It's a good week at work, though, as well, because obviously I work different areas throughout my shift. But some weeks you were like, oh, I'm doing this mostly. But it was literally every shift, bar two, I did a different thing each day. And I was like, I like this. This is good. This is good. I only repeated the same area once. And it was great. I like, it was nice. a good day. Good day. And I got to play on the helicopter pad that day. So it was even better. Oh, is that what you got to dress up as a firefighter or whatever it was? I didn't get to dress up as a firefighter. I did the A&E side of it this week. Where basically, you have to go up with the trolley and get the patient off the ambulance, off the helicopter and take them down into a Damn. It was quite fascinating to be fair, listening that's to what's cool. happened to them. Yeah, yeah, I bet it's not, obviously it's not, that's not the nice part though, is it? No, no, but it's, it's fascinating though, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. It's like, I was, can I talk about this? Yeah, it's not using patient's name or anything, why not? But I took uh, a body down to the morgue, you know, I do do that in my job, I've mentioned it before. And there was someone in there, because obviously when someone has a pacemaker, they have to take it out before they go buried and someone was in there sewing up this guy's chest after taking out a pacemaker and I was watching it and I was like I wonder if I could do that 
Have you ever thought about progressing? I saw. So I was looking. I was like, could I do it? And I, I started looking up what it takes to be like a mortician, like a mortician assistant. I kind of want to look into it. Really? Yeah, I was really fascinated. I don't know why. I was like, that's really interesting. Don't get to that point where you think, are these going to come to life at some point? You know how, like, uh, when there's air left in the body, they sit straight up and so that sort of thing. What's like, weird? Oh. What's weird is when I'm putting a body and stuff in the morgue, it doesn't phase me. When I walk into the morgue on my own and there's no one in there, all the doors are shut, nothing. That's when I freak out. And I don't know why. There's only things that's chasing you. It's like when you, when you come downstairs for a drink not at night and then you go back up and anything someone's chasing you see like a shadow yeah of like a tree in the window or something so you do the four-legged run up the stairs like because <laughs> <laughs> you think someone's chasing you back to the safety bedroom like nothing get me here my other half's here it's okay Nothing's protect coming. me wife yeah <laughs> I, was, I, I was like that. I was like one of those fridge doors going to open fuck I need you to get in get on in get the fuck out of there as quick as I can Resident Evil's based on a true story <laughs> shit <laughs> Resident Evil was based on something that happened in Birmingham. <laughs> That's cool, man. Pursue it. Pursue it. I know. I was, I'm, I'm kind of going to look into it. Do it. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But other than that, I uh, watched a few movies this week. I watched The Wolf of Wall Street again. I fell okay. Watching. Any good? I've not seen oh, it. Oh, it's a fucking superb movie. I recommend that to everyone. It's a great film. Um, I watched Ace Ventura and Some yeah. of the Mask with Harrison and his partner because I had... Harrison stop over Saturday night. Him and his girlfriend came shopping in Birmingham and then stopped at mine. It was very surreal having my son walk through my living room door just randomly without us bringing them here. He'd like come here uh, on his own. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> but it was nice. It was great. We had a pizza. Yeah. We sat, we're, we're in the bedroom with a shotgun like, you dare touch each other. <laughs> you dare fucking touch each other, guys. And it's just game over. <laughs> <laughs> Do you put them in separate bedrooms? They're in the bunk beds. So it's fine. Oh, so one top, one below. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would they actually in the beds in the morning though? No. I knew they wouldn't be. Of course they weren't. I was 16, 16 once, once fuck's sake. I ain't gonna judge. Football, my dad says, wait till he's gone to sleep and then we'll get in together. All right. I don't judge, but I don't like talking about it either. So let's move on. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I love it. Sorry. Don't. <laughs> Obviously, yesterday was Halloween, so yesterday, <laughs> me and the wife, it's the one day of the year I can make the, watch, make the wife watch horror movies. So we watched Halloween H2O, which isn't really a horror movie, it's more like a teen movie. And we watched Hellraiser, and I've never seen a woman so freaked out watching a film in my life. Your obsession great. with Halloween is just... I, I love the Halloween movies. I try and watch all of them over the Halloween season every year. I love them. Uh, What's Hellraiser? Why is she shitting herself? I've never seen... I don't Have you never seen movies. Hellraiser? I don't, I don't watch horror movies. I'm not... Oh, they're, okay. they're, I don't... They're one of those things where I'm like, all right, they're killing people. Awesome. Great. Well done. I don't know. It's just, I don't, it just don't bother me. Well, obviously, Hellraiser is known because of Pinhead and the Cenobites. That's what people know about Hellraiser and the box. But in the movie, it's basically this guy opens the box, the Cenobites turn up, they kill him. Shock. But in the house that it happened, his brother moves in. I'm not going to give too much detail, but basically there's blood falls on the floor and the blood on the floor brings this guy back to life. But it's literally in dribs and drabs, the more blood he gets. So at one point you see like his skeleton and stuff coming back together. And it's like 1980s graphic. It's so gory and like oozy and gooey. What, and you pin, see... Is this Pinhead, is it? No, no, no. This is this man that got killed at the start of the movie. Um... Pinhead killed him at the start of the movie. But like you find out that the guy's wife had an affair with his brother, the guy that died years ago. And it's fucked. It's it's really messed up film. It's wonderful. But it's just like he has to drain people's blood in order to come back to life properly. And then 
at the end he kills his brother and wears his skin as a suit and it's just it's fucked up I should do but, so you don't want to give too much away but then gave everything away yeah but come on the film came out in 1970 <laughs> something or 87 come on no one fucking seen it if they're going to see it by now but a uh, great movie uh, what else have I done this week I can imagine people in the future if they ever list this in the future when we're old and decrepit that go Oh, quite fancy Hellraiser. I might check out that Chronicles of Podcast episode first before I watch Hellraiser. <laughs> oh, Jamie, you bastard. <laughs> well, you should have watched it bloody sooner. But no, it's it's quite messed up and quite gory and it's glorious. I love that film. Um, New Limp Biscuit album out, came out yesterday and I had to listen to that. It came out yesterday? It came out yesterday, they dropped it randomly. Limp Biscuit Still Sucks was the name of the album. It's really good. I've not, I didn't even know they dropped, I didn't know they released yeah, the album. Dropped a brand new episode. I knew album, there was one coming, so. but I didn't yeah. know they'd done it on fucking Halloween. That's a weird time to drop. Did you? Hey. Sorry. I was going to say, they gave like two days notice or something. <laughs> one of my friends, Ollie Roylance, dressed up as Fred Durst now. And he looked phenomenal. Oh, like the dad and, vibes look. Oh, That's Jamie. amazing. Incredible. Looks so good. I'm going to see if I, he'll let me share it because it's, it's incredible. That's amazing. But it's a really good album. I've enjoyed what I listened to it. Um, yesterday, we took the kids trick-or-treating, which was always good, a bit of good fun. Took Olivia out with her sister and her brother tagged along as well. It was good fun. And to get lots of sweets? Did people still get do? a lot of sweets. They did? Yeah, they did get quite a lot of sweets, to be fair. I thought people now, because a lot of people now I find like, don't you come to my house? Well, my rule is, Unless I only go to people's houses if they've got Halloween decorations or pumpkins or anything that seems Halloweeny. If they've got nothing in the house, nope, don't leave. What, don't touch one it. of my friends put his wheelie bins in his driveway. Apparently, it worked. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's, but to be fair, I noticed that with a lot of parents and a lot of kids out yesterday, they were only going to the houses that had That's like nice. pumpkins and stuff because a lot of people don't like, especially with COVID still running rampant and stuff like that. So that's fine. Um. And the other thing which I'm going to mention is because, you know me, I like to make myself accountable for things. I weighed myself this morning. I wasn't happy with what I saw. So I'm making myself accountable on this show that I'm going to fucking lose the weight that I put back on. Amazing. So, so I think if I say it here, then it makes me accountable. So. You needed it a month ago as well. You did it the same thing. You made did yourself I? accountable then, yeah. <laughs> I forgot I did that. Well, take two! <laughs> you actually did, yeah. You made yourself accountable about a month or so ago. I completely forgot that. Well, take two. Let's go. Let's try again. Yeah. I don't I know do. why I've been struggling for motivation lately. And I don't know why. I'm so. with you, mate. I'm with you all the way because obviously I've put a full relationship weight on because I'm so happy. Um, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. I've um, yeah. So I need to start getting rid of this because I haven't yeah. been to the gym in like two weeks. I'd, I've been for like a month. So yeah, so. I know exactly what you mean. It's just, but, you know, you get working and you get like, they get home like Jesus, you know, I'm knackered, or I need to cook dinner, or I need to do this, or I need to record an episode, or record an interview, or whatever. Uh, this never gets in the way of anything. I fucking love what we do, but um, yeah, I can imagine, you know, after working, you're like, I just can't be like, and obviously to go in the morning before work, like, no, yeah. <laughs> this is it. I go whenever I can. So if I go in the morning or go in the evening or whenever, I just go when I can. But, yeah. I might just go in the middle of the night now because my gym's 24 seven. So yeah, same with the one. But yeah, I'm going to hold myself accountable and I will do it this time. So next week, we'll see how I do. I'll hold you to it. All right. Hold me hold me to it. We'll check in every week. We'll do a little segment. Like Jamie's it. weighing. <laughs> Has Jamie shifted the weight that he put on? There you go. It's got a jingle. Time for Jamie's weighing. <laughs> oh, I like that's even better. <laughs> anyway, what have you been doing? 
So, when did we last record? Last Sunday, wasn't it? Last Sunday. After that interview. So, obviously, that was NFL Sunday, but I missed in pretty much the entirety of it, um, which is no bother at all. So, I've been doing a lot of reanimating. I did five days in a row, like yourself. Um, you know, I do like midweek days off, but I don't seem to have them. I literally, this whole of October, did six days straight, five days straight, six days straight, five days straight. So, like, I, I feel like I'm in an office again. Um, um, but, obviously, of course, it's my grandma's funeral tomorrow, which I mentioned before. Um, so I'm about to go and get ready for that and get going uh, this afternoon. Um, uh, well, so, so we had a really, really lush weekend, really, really lovely weekend. So after work on Friday, I went over to the other half's house. Um, and I stayed there Friday night because we were going pumpkin picking on Saturday. Um, so we were meant to go to the cinema Friday night, didn't end up going. Um, because we were just both of us were just absolutely white. So I've really got her into John Oliver last week tonight. Amazing. Yeah, because I've, I've got season two, three, four, and five on my Amazon. So we're just, we're just like plowing through them, laughing. So I just love him more than you could ever possibly imagine. And obviously, former guest Norman Neil has been on him quite a lot when I've been watching him. So um, been thoroughly enjoying that. And then Saturday, we went pumpkin picking um, with her whole family. It was just lushed out, man. Just a lushed out. I pushed the wheelbarrow. The kids loved it. Um, and really weirdly, it absolutely hammered it, down, hammered it down all the way there. Didn't rain whilst we were there. And hammered it down all the way on the way back. And we're like, yes, what a time to go. That's amazing. That's incredible. It's like, you know, I know it doesn't exist, but God went, oh, they're out. Let, let there be sun. Let there be sun. <laughs> but they're back in the car. Right. I need to cry again. Ah. <laughs> um, Oh, the rain is God's tears. Shut up and grow up. I used um, to do that when I was a kid. Oh, oh it's thunder. That... God's moving his furniture. He's having a wave. Yes. Um, <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> that was his son. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then we had to carve our pumpkins. And I've never carved a pumpkin in my life. Really? Never. Never done it. As far as I can remember back, my mum were like, yeah, you did, but she never listens to this show. So, um, <laughs> no, I never, ever, I've never carved one. For, for the life of me and my memory, no matter how good my memory is, I never carved a pumpkin in my life. Um, so I tried to do the cross eyes one oh, yeah. and then like slit mouth and it just looked awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as easy as you think it's going to be, is it? Because yeah. either half is like, but you've got to make it 3D, you've got, you've got to cut the, because I just went slit, 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 done. <laughs> Yeah, I don't do that 3D shit. I just cut holes in it. Mm. Well, who did the one for... Your wife did one. It looked unbelievable. Oh, yeah, she... Oh, yeah, I did mention we did that. Yeah, we did pumpkin carving this week. She did um, she did Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before it. Christmas. It was, it, it was unreal. Yeah, she did that one. I did mine. My pumpkin was practically moulded when I went to carve it. it. So I ended up having to cut the fucking... All the top off it, and I had to salvage what I could out of it. Oh, was it moulded, was it? Yeah, it was Why well, is it a moulded one, then? I didn't mean to. It just went before we got to carve it. They weren't very good, to be honest. And then Olivia, bless her, she designed hers. I gave her a piece of paper and a crayon, and then she drew what she wanted on hers. Then Becky did it on the pumpkin and was like, is that what you want? She's like, yeah, and then changed it, and then Becky carved it for her. So she designed it all herself, bless her, and she was helping oh, scoop out the insides. She was loving it. Yeah, that's what the kids do when we were there um, at, uh, at the half-sister's house. Um, but of course, as well, on that Saturday the Autumn Nations rugby series has started and Scotland oh, kicked off at 2.30 and we went pumpkin picking at 2 o'clock. And oh. then it was like, we have to be back for five, we have to be back for five because Wales, New Zealand's on. Oh yeah, all right. 
So we'll go back to Scotland, but then we have to be back for Wales, do we? Oh, okay, I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, bloody racists. That's what you are. <laughs> I got, but I got to watch uh, it's xenophobia, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm, jo- yeah, I'm joking. We'll go with it. It's a screw it. We'll go with it. It's all right. Um, but um, no, I got to watch the second half. So actually, I didn't miss too much. I was quite surprised. I oh, thought sorry. I was going to miss loads. Yeah. And we absolutely obliterated Tonga 60 14. So I was very happy. <laughs> Nice. And then Wales got trounced by New Zealand um, at the Principality as well. So oh, New yeah. Zealand were here, which I thought was so sick. And, uh, you know, but tickets were like 90 quid starter. You're like, fuck off. I was just about to say, have you been seeing like a rugby game in Wales yet? But if they cost that much, maybe not. No, internationally, they cost loads. I want to go see Cardiff. I'm going to watch Cardiff at some point, I think, because that'd be cool. Um, and they played Edinburgh's division, so it'd be cool to go watch them play. Um, that'd be good. <laughs> So, also, on Thursday night, I went to the cinema with Luke, uh, with Ben, and with Tom, who I work with. We went to watch June. Ah, I want to see this. So, I, as a sci-fi, with sci-fi movies, I'm not really, I was a bit like, I'll go, because it'd be nice to go and hang out with the guys from work and stuff, and it'd be cool. The movie blew my mind. I've heard very good things. It blew my mind. I was like, wow, okay. This is actually really, it's two hours and 35 minutes. But I was just like, this is really good. Because, <laughs> you know, I was a bit like, to begin with, I was like, oh, you know, it, Luke wants to go watch it. I'm ha- more than happy to go with and hang out and stuff and go and see it, et cetera. So that's no bother. And he was just like, that's the most Luke film I've ever seen. Like, it ticks all of the Luke boxes. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. It um, looks yeah. visually stunning. You have to see it in cinema. You have to. Yeah. I you do really want to go see it. It's really good. Um, so me and the half bought cinema cinema cards again because they're a tenner it's like yeah right oh, um, yeah so we're gonna go back we're gonna go watch last night in soho this week as well at some point so quite looking forward to that have you seen that trailer no i go. highly recommend it's uh the guy who did baby driver um and basically this girl has dreams about her past and then her past comes to life and tries to kill her it's really looks really good that <laughs> yeah, sounds messed up i can't honestly really see good um so yeah highly recommend so yeah that's best been the week man oh also just to let um, the other half wanted me to let all of you know, and yourself, Jamie, that she won the pumpkin carving competition. She yeah. Jack, she did Jack Skellington as a. Yes. And it looked really like it was amazing. So she won the competition and won a prize. She didn't tell what the prize was, though. So I'm quite intrigued. But she did not know before Christmas, so therefore she wins. Um, and then I reanded yesterday and then I watched the NFL um, as you do on a Sunday. That's how it works. So yeah. That was Beautiful. basically how it all goes. And uh, Jamie. Hello. Now, now we're all caught up. Do you think that uh, maybe we should get a word from one of our sponsors? Yeah, I think we should. Hey, Jamie. Do you like being cosy? I do. And do you like staying cosy? I like that even more. Then just heading over to www.staycosyclothing.com where you can find hoodies, tees, sweaters, and much, much more. With a new fall line out now. And just enter The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And make sure you follow them on the Instagram at Stay Cozy Clothing to keep up to date with all the new designs. Remember guys, that's The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And now back to this week's episode. This is Matt Ricardo telling you that you're listening to the Chronicles of podcast. Jamie. Hello. It's time for Calendar Yeah, it is. 
Welcome to Callum's Treachings. Welcome to another edition of Callum's Treachings. So, he spoilt you all last week by giving you four. So, he was really apologetic for this week and has used one of them. And take so he's one last week, he's now taken one away. So there's only two this week. Ah, I like that, is it, Callum? But Callum is still treating the world. He's still, you know... Sometimes you knowledge. need to rest that brain. Yeah. <laughs> and it says that he hopes you all enjoy. Ooh. So, Jamie, what is Callum treating us this week? If elevators weren't invented, then all the important people in big businesses would have their offices on the first floor. <laughs> That's a really pretty good point. It is. Or they'd be really fucking stupidly fit having to walk up yeah. the stairs. Oh my <laughs> God, can you imagine a world without elevators? Oh, oh no, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, especially my job, I'm not going to take beds up and down the hospital. I'd be knackered carrying that on my back. Oh, yeah. Oh, my days. <laughs> yeah, that'd be horrific. But yeah, they'd be literally like, come into my office. It's there. <laughs> as soon as you walk in, you'll see me. Commissioner, come into my office. We're going to have a conversation. It's going to make billions of pounds. But first, we must walk up 34 flights of stairs. Oh, brutal. Oh. Absolutely brutal. Um, yeah, but with me, the that. office would be so absolutely fucking massive. I don't know. I'd just, yeah, you'd be screwed. Be Everything would be like one level. The buildings would just be really like, massively flat. They'd be huge, yeah. though. Take up more surface area. So there wouldn't be so many businesses, I suppose, because there'd be no room to actually build more offices. Well, no, this is very true. Nobody have anywhere to live. We'd all be out in the office. <laughs> Everywhere be inside. There'd be no outside area. The work where you live now, motherfuckers. <laughs> but yes, he has a very good point. I know that. That's They'd good. be absolutely knackered, screwed. But yeah, you know, the stairs will just have... Yeah, there's the biggest, flattest buildings ever. And finally, Jamie, what else is Callum treating us this week? If a sloth was clapping, it would always seem sarcastic. <laughs> As a man who loves a sloth, best treach ever. <laughs> that is incredible. That beats the braille one. Really? Oh, I think so for me. Really? I love sloths and I love sarcasm. That just ticks that ticks two Jamie boxes. That's all that does. <laughs> That is absolutely incredible. I can't get the image out of my head now. I'm just... <laughs> It'd be so slow, wouldn't it? It'd... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Oh, well, Callum, Callum, not wrong. You... We did thoroughly enjoy. Oh, Callum, you beautiful bastard. That is just the best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> They are magnificent. Uh, uh, simple but effective. Yes. Simple but effective. Oh, Callum, we, like I said last week, we just don't deserve you. No. We really don't because that was just beautiful. <laughs> Everyone's turned off now. I was like, yeah. That's I don't give a fuck about anything else. We're done. <laughs> Thank you so much, Carl. We fucking appreciate you so much more than you could ever possibly imagine. Jamie. Hello. It's time for Tom's Journal. Yeah. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. And welcome to another edition of my glorious book. So, 
let me get started, Jamie, by something that I left out of last week. Yeah. Which I really did not mean to. So I left this out of last week by accident. I do apologize massively. But it starts the tri- it starts the journal. I was say street chings then. Sorry, Callum. Um, it starts the journal off with an absolute bang. When you're singing along to Footloose and you have no idea what the lyrics are. Footloose, pet goose, pick to fight with the moose, cheese, <laughs> stiff breeze. Look at their attendees. <laughs> Look at their attendees, was that? Yeah. <laughs> I like cheese, stiff breeze. <laughs> <laughs> pick a fight with a moose, I like. Oh, so good. Um, Did you hear TMZ reported on this story, right? Uh, Gorillas perform oral sex at each other at Bronx Zoo and humans were (laughs) horrified. Um, So somebody was like, well, I really hope they perform Feel Good Inc. next. (laughs) (laughs) For fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a personal favorite. <laughs> I also realised um, whilst walking home, I think I was with the other half as well, uh, that students obviously keep being sick all over the floor. Why is it that people enjoy being sick all over the floor? But to be fair, you're keeping the world's birds alive because obviously they eat it and feed their families that way. So students keep being sick on the floor because I was watching a blackbird going to absolute town on some vomit. Oh. It was loving life. It was like, no, and saw me come it's like bastards and they flew away but why do birds when they fly away from you still fly in the same direction you're walking in so they're still going to fly away some more you'd think they'd just hover wouldn't you wait till you fuck yeah, up around again. you yeah. he went around me eventually back to his mm, vomit mm. but no keep it up because obviously you're feeding their families and it, that's really pre- we, we appreciate that's more than you could possibly ever <laughs> before I'd ever hear anyone encouraging students to vomit on the floor <laughs> If drunk people, they help making the birds drunk though, because obviously it's just alcohol vomit, isn't it? Oh, maybe. It's only drunken vomit on the floor. You obviously, if you're ill, vomit that tends to be in the, in the toilet or sink or bathroom. This is very um, true. Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> did not expect that conversation. <laughs> no, there you go. Um, I had to get some money out to pay for our Christmas party, which is the end of this week, end of this month, so end of November. And um, there was a guy dressed in full Welsh rugby kit, so shirt, shorts, socks, and boots, rapping to himself as loudly as physically possible in a Welsh accent. I was, I was about to say, please tell me it's in a Welsh accent. Yeah. I, <sighs> I, I don't remember what he was trying to say. I can't do a Welsh accent. But, but I'm not even... want to hear Welsh rap. Uh, he was just like, a big hit in the hands of the way. He's like... Oh, and he was just doing it to himself while walking down in full rugby kit. It was so weird. <laughs> That's amazing. I was like, well, only in Wales. Like, (laughs) hold my ass. Um, But then it was added to the same day, there was a guy preaching for Jesus outside the shop, right? I was sat on the front because I was doing the greeting, welcome, meet and greet thing. And there's a guy outside. He was like, Jesus died for your sins. Loves Jesus loves you. You know, that bollocks to keep praying. I don't mind people being religious. I really don't mind it at all. But don't ram it on my neck. No. I don't need it rammed on my throat. I don't know if you remember in the journal a while back, I mentioned a guy who stands at bins and dances like Michael Jackson. Yes, I remember him. Yeah, so he appeared, took the microphone off the guy, and started beatboxing Jesus. So he was like, 
it was like, boom, 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 he died for your sins. Boom, boom, <laughs> Jesus loves you. I've been doing it for, for about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> if you're going to preach in public, at least do it with style. It was terrible as fuck, but it was just the funniest thing ever. And the guy was like, am I ever going to get my microphone back here? <laughs> I don't think he didn't even say anything, he just left him to it. God loves you. They went to an inn. The donkeys and the cows were there. Jesus was born. He died at Easter. And then he was resurrected. That's what he kept doing. That's amazing. Oh, so fucking funny. Um, hey, Jamie. Hello. Did you know Fanta was created in Nazi Germany? I did not know that. Why? What? Why? Now I know what? why I hate. Now I know why I hate Fanta so much. Wait, what? How do you hate Fanta? Why am I more shocked by the fact you hate Fanta? I like lemon, but that's it. I don't like any others. So They're all good. Apart from I that don't... blue one that came out the other month, that was fizzy weird. orange. Is, is just weird to me. Oh no! no I like no. orange juice. Fanta Fun Twist is being like a Henry when you have like orange juice and lemonade. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. But then it, it's, I know it's the same thing. I don't know. Um, I've got a question for you. Go on then. Jamie, what happens if a motorcyclist gets an itch and he can't scratch it to the leather? Ooh. I feel it's the treat, to be honest. You've got gloves on as well, as well. So, yeah. Ooh. What would you do if you had an itch? There's a motorcyclist on the way to, we we're going to the pumpkin patch. And he was like, he could be kept like doing this. Like, he was almost falling off loads. He's like swearing from side to side. I was like, he's obviously got an itch in his back somewhere. He's trying to scratch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bear against his livers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that bear video where he's like rubbing <laughs> against, fe- against that fence and that's that that rope snaps and smacks him straight in the nuts. <laughs> I forgot and about he that. He tries to play it off and he falls on the floor. Well, I'm going to have to... Any motorcyclists that listen to this? I actually know yeah, well, motorcyclists that work. If I get a conversation with them, I'm going to ask them. Well, I was if you get an itch. Yeah, I'd like to know when you can't get it through your leather. Oh, that's my God. Good. Especially when you get really itchy, like, I need to scratch it, and it gets worse, because you want to scratch it so bad, and it gets more itchier and itchier. Do you ever have those itches where you scratch it, and then all of a sudden another part of your body becomes itchy, and then another part of your body becomes itchy, yeah, that's and another part well. of your body... No, I've never got that one. Like, well, right now, my ears... <laughs> anyway, and finally, Jamie, what do you reckon the weirdest thing a postman or woman has ever seen? Oh, fuck no. They must have seen some weird things. What do you reckon? Oh. There's obviously the porn fantasy, isn't there, where the woman goes, come in, my husband's not here. It's got to be at least, like, naked. It's got to be a naked person, at least. Do you reckon? But it's got to be more. But that's not weird. Naked people aren't weird. That's just... No, but, well, answering the door while fucking naked is weird, but... I suppose if they had the ferret on their penis or something. <laughs> you know, like... I don't know. Like, you know, just... I don't know what the... What, 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 what I don't know. They've got to have seen some fucked up stuff, or I can't think what. Especially like seeing when they're walking past houses and seeing inside the windows and stuff like that. Oh, the curtain twitches. Yeah. What are you some, doing here? And like some people have their letterbox inside their porch because so they're going to walk into the porch to put the letters in. I bet. Oh, I, I throw it to the porch area. Yeah, so would I personally. But... Oh, yeah, I, was, I, just, I just... don't know. My noggin was going, I was like, I wonder. I fucking. My wonder. head just thinks really messed up things. So, but I, I don't know. Yeah, they've obviously got... I would, if any postmen or women are listening to this, can you let us know? I'd be quite intrigued to what the weirdest thing you've seen is. Yeah. But I bet it's hilarious. Or Amazon people, or UPS, or anyone. Ah, Mr. UPS, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, that's a reference I've thought about in a long time. <laughs> oh, poor in here. 
<laughs> a man's wife. This is life, Mr. UPS man. <laughs> you should have respected my authority. I do love South Park. And that was another edition of Tom's Journal. What a beautiful edition that was. Thank you, sir. I enjoyed that. I felt like it was bigger than that, but obviously not. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've um, often thought it was bigger than it was. Don't worry about it. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Appreciate that. And before we get to this glorious interview, let's have uh, another word from one of our sponsors. Hi, I'm Frank Guglielmelli, and I'm the narrator for some wonderful audio dramas from Syscast, like Marty and Mars, Bounty Hunters, and a great part in Val Toby, with much more to come. You can find these programs on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or head over to our website, www.syscast.com. We are excited to announce that we are now affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Now, let's get to this week's interview. Uh, Jamie, I, don't really have, I haven't got the piece this week. Have you got the piece? Oh, yeah, he came to my house the other day. Uh, where is he? Peace! Here he is. Here he is. Yeah, the piece of resistance. Welcome to the Chronicles of Sarah Hughes, a.k.a., in Jamie's words, Shift Shift D D Pop. Pop. We love that, all right. (laughs) Sarah was an absolutely wonderful guest. This was her first ever interview in the history of her life, even though she was in the Daily Mail. She's had articles written about her. She's played live. She's been in bands. She's worked for some insane companies doing voiceovers. But yeah, apparently her first ever interview. I would love to have heard her heard heard new word. No, I don't know if heard over here. <laughs> You've been um, in Wales too long. I know, tell me right. I'd love to have heard her band with the toy instruments. Oh God, yeah, that would be incredible. But guys, you'll love this interview. Just check out everything that she has to offer. Go and check out Shifty Pop. You know she does. Jingles for kids' books for Disney for uh, what was the baby one you mentioned? Uh, little baby bum, little baby bum, exactly. She does loads of jingles, loads of educational sing alongs. Um, she's quite the incredible human, and she's we thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And obviously, her work is all done like by people requesting it. So, if you need a jingle for anything, whether you're a big company, a podcast, anything that you need it for your cup, hit her up shiftypop.co.uk. Go find her. And as you would have heard at the start of the episode, yeah. you would have heard our own jingle that she made yeah. us. Sarah, thank you so much for that. We re- we Do you know what? As what's even funnier is I still sing this day in my head. I keep going, the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. And I love, it's just wonderful. We I love loved the, it. Yeah, I love the fact I emailed asking for a voiceover, like we have from all of our guests, a little voiceover at the start. And we got a little jingle of our own and it made us very, <laughs> very happy. <laughs> We appreciate you so much, Sarah. Thank you. Jamie, any final words? No, just thank you very much, Sarah. This was an absolute delight. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week. She is a jingle artist, had a band with toy instruments, and is known as Shifty Park. It's Sarah Hughes. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special and very inspiring guest of us. 
I discovered today's guest after seeing a very eye-opening news article about a woman who gave up her minimum wage job to follow her dreams. She has done this and worked for companies like Disney, John Adams, Little Baby Bum, and many, many more. To the professional world, she is shifty pop. But today, we welcome you to the Chronicles of Sarah Hughes. Yeah, clap for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> There's only two hands off that joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's graciously appreciated. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, Sarah, let's get to the hard hitting stuff, shall we? Okay. How have your last 18 months been? Oh, gosh. Uh, last 18 months is this the beginning of lockdown because has that been over 18 months now <laughs> yeah well i don't know it's it i keep because it used to be how was your last six and then how was your last year and i think i'm at has it been longer than 18 months that was it march yeah it's been no yeah yeah it's been 19 i better oh, change gosh. that so you caught me out there oh my god <laughs> I didn't mean to uh pick that pick that's absolutely no don't worry don't apologize you're all and, good um i'm trying to think i literally can't remember the last 18 months it's, weird. it's like a I've blur, isn't been, it? Uh, I've just been mumming and doing music because um, I had my baby November 2019. Congratulations. And then, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then lockdown obviously came in when it was about four months. Um, and I was off maternity leave. So I was juggling having the baby. Yeah. And doing my jingles and all my work. It's just like, oh, my gosh. But I'm glad it's over now. I'm glad all that... Uh, all that horrific staying in the house is out of the way because I like going out, honestly. I know, because obviously for your child, it must be weird because they'd be used to being in all the time. So yeah, now they're going out. Uh, he knew the uh, delivery man by name, I think. <laughs> really? That's am- that's amazing. Omar. <laughs> it's Omar. It's like I haven't seen his grandparents for months, but there's Omar. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you remember his name as well. It's even better. <laughs> We did come a lot because we did. Well, all you could do was order stuff off Amazon. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Days. I find the world's becoming a lot lazier now because obviously everyone wants same day delivery stuff. So now if it's back open again, it's like, what well, can I have to have this now? Yeah. So obviously when I make, <laughs> when I make stuff for work, it makes it up, it takes a week. And they're like, what well, can I have it now? It's like, well, no. <laughs> no one waits anymore, do they? There's, nope. Why would you wait? It's, it's all so- impulse buys. That's why you need like half the stuff you buy. You forget like a week later. There wasn't that story about people that bought loads of puppies and then once lockdown had like lifted, no one wanted them anymore. Oh. Did you not see that story? That's really sad. Did you not see that story? People bought lockdown lockdown puppies because they want there was nothing else to do. They want, bought dogs, they could walk dogs. Then once the lockdown was lifted, they were like, they just sold them on. Or <laughs> abandoned them. So it's rubbish. That's so mean. I, I wouldn't want a dog, to be honest. They are a lot of work. How could you want a dog? Just adopt and get one that's older. Oh, I couldn't. But now I've got a child, I think I will never have a pet ever again. Really? A rabbit was enough, yeah. Oh, it cool. Was, yeah, honestly, a rabbit was... Well, they were good. And then and then the baby came and you're like, oh, my gosh. The baby will be crying and then stop crying. You've got five minutes and then they're snoring at the bars. Let me out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just want to sleep. That's all I want to sleep. You'd be like, uh, you'd have your time off. Be like, gotta walk the dog now. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Okay, all right. That's what, that's as much as I can't stand my cats, they are the ideal pets when you've got kids because they just they just do their own thing. They just hate you, don't they? <laughs> Mine especially does hate me. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, humans. Uh, uh, no, I'm fine, thank you. I'm <laughs> lick my ass over here, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mrs. Shifty Pop, take us back to the start. Was music and songs always the plan for your career, or was it just something that happened? I didn't know, like, well, when I was in school... I really liked doing music, so I did my GCSE music. I couldn't really read it, and I didn't like classical music or anything like that, but I had to slave through that GCSE um, until A-levels, which I did music technology. But I didn't think I'd ever get a job in it because people are always out. Oh, you never get a job in music. You won't get any money from it. Because, well, back then, I suppose it was all like pop stars and, you know, YouTube hadn't properly hit because this was... When did I leave? When did I do GCSE? It was like, oh, God. I started secondary school in 2002. Yeah, 2008, 2007. I think everything was just starting up then. Um, I didn't think, well, I liked writing music and playing the guitar and singing. And I don't know, I just did it as a hobby, I suppose. And then went to uni did creative sound and music. Not once did I think what I wanted to do after university, which I'm glad that I had the mindset not to think about after because I kind of lived in the university life, in the now. No panic, just go out, have a few drinks, <laughs> um, come and roll into lectures the next day. Um, but I really, I really did enjoy my uni days and then uh, left. And then I was on Job Seekers for like... How long? Five months. Felt like forever, literally. It's mental, isn't it? Because everyone always says with the degrees and stuff that it's like, oh, yeah, you'll get a job after university, blah, blah, blah. That's what degrees are for. And yet, you said you say you're on job six for five months. But Yeah, and I told them what I wanted to do. And they're just like, basically, they don't kind of tell creative people, oh, yeah, you can do that, you know. They're there yeah. to be like, you've got to go and work at Krispy Kreme's. <laughs> they sent me for a bank interview so i went all the way to wolverhampton on the bus i'm um, so sorry poor and my long distance uh boyfriend who's my husband now he came with me he was down to visit i had to go to this interview and then i did all the all the questions i thought yeah i've got it all i've got it all right i've answered every question right and then they're like why are you here you're you're overqualified <laughs> Oh God! I've just wasted my whole day. No, yeah, I've done that. Bar, I've, please, I've been turned down for a job before because I was overqualified. I've oh. never understood that. So like, I applied. I want this job. Give it me if I'm overqualified. Uh, there's, there's a lot of porn stars out there anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh my God! Hey, because he's overqualified. So, so there's a lot of porn stars out there already. So you don't, they obviously didn't need you. Sorry, carry on, Sarah. I've just completely killed the conversation now. I, do I, tr- I tried to be funny, right? And I, I fucked it up. What can I say? It was like it was like a hard hitting like statement. I was just like, did I just hear that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my good God. Absolutely. I'm just kind of relieved it was aimed at me because I didn't catch it was aimed at me. I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> Definitely not me. No, I was, I was just. Do you know what? I'll, I'll just, Maybe I'll just, he's I'll... hiding. He's hiding a secret life here. <laughs> you don't know what's in that cupboard behind him. <laughs> I was going to say, should I go sit in the corner? Should I just go in there? <laughs> I don't think. The so, where did your passion for mu- for music come from? Then, 
And was it like from your parents or just? No, no none of my family are creative, really. Do you have any inspirations? Who would you listen to when you were younger? Oh, oh McFly, McFly. Oh, that's <laughs> that. It's my absolute inspiration. I can't tell you how much joy McFly brings to me. You answered that so fast. It was amazing. I love McFly. I saw them play um, in, in Cardiff two weeks ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so good. They will always be really good. Like, I need to just stop thinking about it now. <laughs> They were the uh, secret act at Slamwick Festival, weren't they? I have no idea. That's a slam- I'm a mum now. I don't go to those things. Uh, <laughs> like There's like a big Ordea, like weekend, but they're just Ordea uh, festivals. And uh, yeah, McFly were the secret act. I was meant to go, but I couldn't get home. So, um, Oh, you missed out. Yeah, I really missed out. My mate texted me going, look, oh my fucking... And I was like, oh, you bastard. Oh my God. Because Busted were the secret act before the pandemic. Busted so I, aren't as good as McFly. Oh, that's Ooh. a big statement, and I don't, I don't like. Uh, I don't. Um, they're a bit crude, I think, these days. Busted are really? when they when they collaborated to McBusted. It was a, it was an unusual collaboration. It was good, but Mc, that nothing beats McFly on their own. McFly's songs, yes, yes. Okay. I'm a McFly girl. <laughs> Now we know why you wanted to do work involving like with kids because you saw Tom Fletcher has a kids book out and you're like ah it's my no, way in. I, I, to be fair, actually, when he was doing his book uh, tour, I did go to that and I was I was so nervous beforehand. I was just like oh my god, I can't go. <laughs> and then I got there and I was just like oh god. I just thought, well, what am I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. I do these things and then I get there and I'm like I've got nothing to ask. I just. I'm just is that what you get? I got, I got I got a signed book and it does say two shifty pop in it, so that's quite cool. That is that's that's amazing. amazing. What do you say to him? Did you say anything? No. I love you. Oh, I didn't tell him that. <laughs> I'm I'm too cool for that I'm shifty pop. <laughs> Can't tell him that. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so what was it that made you want to take music as a, as a career then especially like jingles and voiceovers and whatnot oh well um in uni we used to do briefs like a lot for our modules and i really liked doing like the deadline stuff but i never like i thought at one point or oh, maybe like write for try and get my foot in the door somewhere and write for pop stars or something that'd be quite nice because i don't just do the kids stuff i do my own ukulele stuff as well um but um, I don't know. I uh, in for our last year of uni, we had to do like a big project, and I created a band called Toy Pop, and it was four girls with toy instruments. And then I wrote an EP and released it. Um, so that was like that was so good. It was such fun. We were absolutely awful, but it was really good. <laughs> it was great fun. Um, so I did that, and then I left. And went back to Shropshire, which was quite a far way away. Um, we did a few gigs and then it kind of fizzled out. And I just thought, well, I don't want to stop doing that. And I knew about Fiverr.com um, already. So I just started selling instrumentals on there. Because when I left uni, I always remembered the lecturer saying, don't ever stop writing or stop doing what you're doing. Like to everybody said this, because you'll just get out of the swing of it. Um, 
but I found it quite difficult moving back home and like not having a reason to write anymore as such because I forgot how to write for myself because I had briefs and deadlines and stuff um so I just thought well I'll do I'll do a bit on uh Fiverr and then at that point when I started I was working in a cinema which was part-time I didn't have much money from that at all I had my debts and yeah I just started up on Fiverr and um yeah bought a microphone with my first lot of money my first 80 quid and went on from there really <laughs> that's amazing can I just go back a second because I want yeah when you mentioned classical music at GCSE because I did GCSE music as well why is it always classical why can't we do other bits I don't understand why it has to just ram down your throat oh I know I remember um they'd be like oh it's a songwriting section but I'd, I'd got my guitar so I could use that to write stuff with and I was thinking I, I hadn't really written anything before but I was using it's so funny I, I had got nothing at home to record anything with I was using like an old camera yeah. and I was recording with the audio on an old camera and then I was putting it into Audacity have you heard of Audacity yeah and I was putting it into there making all the tracks and I remember thinking this is awesome this sounds great <laughs> Actually, thinking back, it sounded awful. The quality was really bad. Um, but I was so proud of my work back then. But I've turned into such a perfectionist now. If I did something like that, I'd be like, Christ. Well, I mean, this is just your career. So, excuse me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I, like, for anyone watching, like, if you see yourself as a future musician, there's no reason why you can't these days. Exactly. Just keep awesome. going. Unless you are that bad, then you could be on YouTube being a really bad singer or something. <laughs> I'm sure you'd get views. <laughs> I, was, I was terrified you're going to start slagging off Audacity then, because like, that's what I used to edit the show. <laughs> Is it what you used to edit the show? Yeah. I thought it'd gone by now. <laughs> no, no, it's a great bit of free kit. To be fair, I don't, I don't pay for things. I'm cheap. I yeah, I I um yeah, Audacity's fab. But the only thing is, I do a lot of um arrangement and I input with um. I input on Logic now. I don't record as much as I used to, like ukulele guitar-wise. I just kind of use samples and create a full track with as many instruments as you want. And they actually sound real now. They used to sound really midified, like terrible. But that's, it, yeah. It's your um, old toy pop band. Is that on Spotify or anywhere? Anyone can listen to it at all? <laughs> <laughs> um it's on my um soundcloud actually okay um, let me have a look What's yeah your... on my soundcloud soundcloud.com forward slash shifty pop and if you go down you'll find like the old album and the old ep the ep like because i did that with the band the album was just me and the other singer in the band isabel who is um, my bezzy my bezzy friend um yeah, I, I really like the way that I did the EP. And you'll you'll hear the difference of recording the live instruments together and then me having the backing track rather than just making a backing track yeah. for the album. There's something about it. And I, if I was to write like that again, I wouldn't know how to do it because it was just like, you know how you go through phases of the ways you write things? It It's really... I don't know. It just brings back a lot of happy times. Oh, that's lush. Were they all original tracks uh, or did you do some covers? Yes. 
No, um, original. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, previously, you had quite an array of jobs previous to what you do now. Um, <laughs> how fast do you have to pack eggs? Oh, my God. Right, so absolutely stunk in there. Did, oh, I can oh, imagine God. it was horrific. Oh, and <laughs> if they were shoving out the poo on the weekend oh. and you were in there, like that, they wouldn't send you in now without a mask on, would they? But I was there without a mask, breathing in on all this crap. Um, and then Ooh. and then all the eggs come down on the conveyor belt. And, um, oh. uh, and then one day, like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say what happened. Why? Yes, you can. Oh yes, you can. A head of a chicken came down. No! Oh! It got stuck and it came down. That no, it's all yours. I don't know oh. why I did it because I, I didn't even need to work. I, I would have been better <laughs> off just not going. <laughs> I so was you, quite young then. Was it just put it into the into the, the cases? Is that what it was? Yeah, and then they go through like a sorter that measures um, small, medium, large, and then they go into the boxes and they stamp them then. Oh, okay. Just, and the really it. messy, horrible ones, you put, you discard them. And then I think they use them as like, I don't know, make cake or something. <laughs> 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 Who knows? I don't know what they did with them. The farmer's <laughs> wife makes so many cakes of all the misshapen eggs. That other go to the fucking, like, all you can eat breakfast in a tin. <laughs> <laughs> like, goes like shit. Oh. the really cheap eggs. <laughs> yeah. These are the these are all the nice yeah. posh eggs, and these are the Sainsbury's basics eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, it was an interesting job. I remember asking for a pay rise um, at Christmas, and I was really happy because they said, "Yeah, you can have three pound an hour instead of two fifty. <laughs> oh, three pound an hour, and that's the pay rise. I know. Jesus Christ! Uh, I know. And then um, and then I got a job working in in a pub. Which was like an extra fifty p oh, <laughs> an hour, and then I went up to work in like for like a catering company that that um, travel around do waitressing and stuff. But I prefer to wash up in the sink, really, in the kitchen, not to be seen. But I did quite like waitressing because you did less. Like washing up's all great; you don't have to talk to anyone. But going out and waitressing, half of them just stand there doing nothing. So I did serve James Blunt once, actually. Did you? <gasps> Amazing. Yeah, I did. Yeah, they used to, because uh, it was like, it was um, a catering. They went round to like big houses and things. They did big weddings. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I really enjoyed that job. That was a really good job. And I did that for like six, seven years. And I'd come back from uni, and then I'd carry on. And then it got to the point where I was in my overdraft because I was doing driving lessons. I went into it like five hundred pounds. And I thought, oh, I'm working, I'm getting money, and then it's just topping me overdraft back up. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> getting off from the zero. Well, what's the point? <sighs> but yeah, I left in the end. I did work for a pat testing company as well, a lighting company. I did pat testing. That was awesome. Yeah. You- yeah, I like that because I don't know. It was a lot more money again, and um, and this time it did feel like a lot of money. Would it be like a normal person's wage? I don't know. <laughs> if it's weird, do you not need like do you not need like um, qualifications to? Because it's all electrical, isn't it? Or is this a case? Of I was like work? the. Cool. I was watched over. I was watched over. I was doing like the easy bits. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I did. I did enjoy it. I did really enjoy doing that job, but it wasn't a creative job. So. 
wasn't. No, I can imagine not. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I read on, on your website, it says like you're doing odd jobs and then one day you discovered Fiverr. And within a year of joining, you were doing full-time work doing music and jingles and whatnot. Well, yeah, it was full-time, but I wasn't earning the full-time jo- like amount I'd want to have. But I was earning enough to pay my bills and enough to well, have my own flat with my um, husband that I've got now. <laughs> oh, the one I've always been with. Um, <laughs> that sounds like I've had loads. <laughs> I've got him, so I kept him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's wonderful. Um, yeah. The money went kind of up gradually the more time. Because like, when I left the cinema and moved to like the middle of nowhere in the Forest of Dean, um, I had so much time on my hands. Hmm. A lot of it was spent thinking, "Oh my god, I need to, I need some more work." Because my time, my work doesn't take much time up, so you feel like you've got loads of time spare, of which I don't have now because I've got a kid. So um, I definitely took all that for granted, and just like, yeah, I took it, I took the time really for granted. Anyone that does that now, don't do it if you're planning to have. A family in the future because you just don't know how much time you've got if you've got such a flexible job surely you're happy though surely this is everything you wanted in a way it is everything i wanted but i think that currently i'm feeling now i need more challenges okay because i am so i'm so like perfected in what i'm doing <laughs> which sounds like terrible but um like when I went to see McFly the other week, um, I decided, actually, I'm going to go and do an open mic night because I've stopped performing completely. Uh, after the band split up, I stopped. What did I do? I stopped doing anything. Well, I've, I was solo before the band and then I got comfortable in the band and it's really hard to go back to doing it by yourself. So I just didn't. And then I joined back up with the other singer and ukulele player that was in Toy Pop, Isabel, and we did um, like a duo called A Different Kind of Smile. And then... Oh, what like name! A gigs here and there. It's a great name. <laughs> well, it's a great... <laughs> well, it's a good name. <laughs> um, so that was really fun. Like, she's like my musical soulmate, as you could say. Um, but she is a performer and in another band. Well, she's in two bands. Um, and I, I've also got my songwriting stuff. That's my income. So like, it was like our hobby in the end. Um, and then I got married and we, we played at my wedding. I didn't marry her. I married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the band is going well. Um, Fortunately, you know, I'm going to marry that... this woman. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, and then, um, <clears throat> and then, and then I got pregnant and then I thought, Oh, cause everyone like says, or oh, life will never be the same. You'll never have time to do this anymore. You never have time to do that. And I thought, oh, that's it then. That's my career over. I'm going to just stop playing and stop bothering. And I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> but I've now decided I'm missing it. So I'm going to be going to an open mic night on Sunday. Yes. I'm doing it on my own for the first time since, oh gosh, I must have been 1819 now i'm 30 31 next month so the time has come to come back and i'm hoping that all of this you know 
all my job and everything hopefully gives me the confidence to actually believe in myself that I can do this. I mean, come on, look at what you do. Of course you can. <laughs> no doubt about it. That's amazing, though. Uh, though it does take a lot of guts to get up and and do that. But I, I'm terrible with like lyrics. I never remember lyrics ever. So I've I've literally got my uh, <laughs> got my lyrics ready. <laughs> but no one no one judges. Uh, no one judges you at an open mic night, so because you're not being paid, so. And I'm extremely perfectionist, and if if I was paid and I didn't do a very good job, I'd be really annoyed. So. You'll smash it out of the park, no doubt at all. You will absolutely <laughs> nail it. So oh when God, you when you said you get oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you said you gave in these jobs to concentrate on doing this work full time, what what did your family think and your husband want? Were they really sportive or like? What are you thinking? What, don't be daft. I don't, yeah, I don't think anyone ever thought that it would become an actual job job. But they certainly know it is now. <laughs> I'd be like, have you made enough this month? <laughs> Every month for like years. And then it'd be like, oh yeah, I've made enough. But it's the, it's the saving for the tax is the hard bit. Because once you go self-employed and then you find out you've got to pay tax up front that year for the next year once you've done well, you're like, oh, crap, I need to save money up, like more money. It took me about five years <clears throat> to get straight and and just put that money into a pot. Like I was straight, I'd pay my tax, but I'd be like, oh, am I going to make enough this month to, to add it up into the pot and pay it off? But now I'm ahead, which is good. And that's, I suppose, having a baby made me think I need to sort myself out with that, really, because it's so easy to just spend your money when it's there but you've got so much to take out student loans national insurance um yeah i just love spending money <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you were doing full-blown songs and stuff you're in bands and everything so how'd you get to jingles jingles oh so um uh i just knew i was really good at writing catchy songs because when i was in uni i wrote this song called um party <laughs> Okay. And everyone in uh, Newport Uni knew this song and they'd all sing it to me when I was out and it was like I'm going to a party a P-A-R-E-R-E I'm going to a party and, and everyone Amazing. would just like chant it in uni and I thought that's cool and then there was another song I did um, that they'd chant and it was like it was called Crazy but then I thought mm, Jingles that could be my thing because all you need to do is the catchy bit. Like, I don't mind writing, like, full songs, but my favourite part is the catchy bit. So, what I'd, you know, miserable song. No one's going to remember a miserable song with a chorus, are they? They always remember a happy, bright, catchy jingle. And if you write a happy, catchy jingle, you're obviously going to have a happy, happy self, aren't you, really? Absolutely. You are your music. I love it. I love that. <laughs> I was going to say, because all your songs and your jingles, they're all happy, bouncy, like all your artwork is like bright colours, happy, bouncy. It's like, I love oh, it. Yeah. It's amazing. It must have felt incredible to have people chant yeah, your I, songs I get at bored. you. Oh, it was awesome. It, it was quite good. I thought, oh my God, stop it, but I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> and it obviously became... Uh, I hope they all remember that to this day. 
Oh well, we'll see if I, I'm I sure we'll find out at some point. I show you in, you know, in connection with anyone either. You could be like, because anybody's still saying, I might just, I'll pop down and check out the what's going I get, on. I get, I get the odd like, I get the odd people from uni being like, "Oh, is this you?" And it's like a little baby bum wheel. Something must be like, "Oh yeah, like it's me." That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was just starting out then, and I was awful. Literally writing jingles for so long has taught me. Well, it's good because I can write the music to suit my voice rather than yeah. like, oh, I'm trying to hit this now and it's too high and my voice sounds awful now. And then if you write it in the key that suits you, you sound awesome every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. Well, I'm I like happy that. with it anyway. Like, yeah, I, th- I do think it's a lot with going with the key that suits you, really incredible and now you're doing adverts and educational sing-alongs and stuff and everything yeah and a lot of um baby group stuff stuff i was thinking like it'd be awesome to do my own baby group but i haven't got the patience i'm really impatient person and i just know like maybe that's when i'm old or something i'll do that i don't know (laughs) i like i like i like loads of just loads of stuff you know i was i was thinking the other day i I'm missing, like I'm missing something. So I, I've got a zip line booked in now for my birthday. Off my friend. Oh, no and, uh, way. I'm excited to do that. Um, yeah. I've just got one of those minds that I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, and I need I need results quick, you know. Get it done. Someone orders me, a, orders a jingle. Before I had um, my son, I would literally do it within 24 hours because I hate a list being there to do. Ah, uh, okay. And then uh, and then I had him, and I found it really hard, thinking I've got some work to do, but I'm too tired <sighs> to do it. Or he's not going to sleep tonight. He's not going to bed till 10. Um, since he went into nursery, it was a lot easier. He's in two and a half days a week now. But going from one and a half days to two days to two and a half days, two and a half days is absolutely perfect to keep on top of the house, do my work, go shopping, um, go for coffee. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I forgot what I was talking about now. <laughs> That's why I was just talking about how you've been on like adverts and stuff and um, you get to do educational sing-alongs and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, so I was thinking um, like if I was to do like a baby group, I think I'd find it hard like waiting for the next time. I don't know. It could definitely be something for the future as a side thing, I think. That'd be quite cool. Like- so a, a lot of your work is based around kids, though, like Tom was saying with the baby songs and the kids' adverts and stuff like that. It, was yeah. that something you wanted like, to encourage for the stuff for kids, or is it just sort of it sort of happened that these people approached you? Because well, um, of Toy Pop, I think I had like my niche... Yeah, um, so I think Toy Pop, like, links, it linked in with, like, toy stuff. But we did have a lot of, like, old men coming to watch us um, rather than kids, which was a bit strange. Um... <laughs> well, I know. Um, but I think my sound matches kids' stuff really well. Um, like, I did um, Britain's Got Talent one year. Um, and we got to really? the stage, the stages. They didn't, put, they didn't put us on, though. This was, like the toy pop before the final toy pop because I was because I was creating it for my uh, thingy. I went through members and then got to my final members in the end that it worked with. 
Oh God, that was <clears throat> that was one hell of a. It was it was the most amazing day ever. I met Anton Deck and uh, Stephen Mulhern. Um but like, yeah, they de- they de- oh, well, who knows what they do? They've stopped now, haven't they? Have they done their last one? Their last year? I thought I don't Brits have a clue. Time. To be honest, I don't really. I thought X Factor's stopped. But I don't think Brits got time has. So, yeah. I just never thought I'd ever hear anyone say oh. it was the greatest day ever. I met Anton Deck. <laughs> it was, oh yeah, I, I I hugged I hugged them a bit too long. <laughs> That's uh, oh yeah, it's worth it to meet Anton Deck. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, but they, I I do think they're they're quite scripted on what they're uh, gonna say anyway. So I think we went up to be absolutely slated. But I had a good comeback. I don't know where it came from, but I had a good comeback for everything they said. And then I think it was Alicia Dixon. She was like, Alicia Dixon? Yeah. She was like, oh, I like you. I thought, thank God for that. (laughs) (laughs) Can you you remember what they said? Um, David Williams was there. He said, oh, this is is what the taxpayers are paying for or something about university. I said I wrote this. I got asked if I was drunk when I wrote one of my song when I wrote the song. What? Um, probably. Wow. <laughs> I know they said some. They said some epic stuff, and I thought, well, you know, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Up yours, but, David uh, Williams. See, if if I was if I was a very um, you know, some people get knocked down by that kind of stuff, like quite bad, and like that could have been my absolute dream, like it was. I just didn't know yet. Um, <laughs> and they could have literally made me want to do a crap job for the rest of my life. But I didn't. <laughs> so screw you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. So is all the work you do, um, is all the work you do people approaching you or do you like apply for jobs and roles, especially when it comes to the big companies like Disney and whatnot? Uh, I get approached. I get approached. Yeah. Um, I do quite... Uh, I don't really have the time to approach people. There, there's times in the past where I have, um, but I don't think you get anywhere really approaching people. Fiverr's got this like um, buyer's request thing, but everyone wants something for $5 or $10 in there. Um, the majority, when I've looked, they might not now. It might, it might have changed, but like, I make enough work now with my return buyers, not to bother looking. Okay. Really. So I don't approach anybody. But if anyone wants to approach me, Karen, <laughs> that's yeah, good. I always it's... find time. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though, because I was looking on your Fiverr account and I saw you've got like reviews from all over the world. I'm pretty certain I saw Malaysia as one of the countries on the. But you've had, and the fact yeah. these people keep coming back to you—that's amazing. Is it's kids songs everyone wants kids songs at the minute um because now youtube seems to have taken over the television like who looks at normal tv anymore um like i used to be like oh is it for youtube or is it for television now i'm thinking if i say that what's the point everyone's going to watch it on youtube anyway so there's no there's no divide anymore television seems to have just like died it's very true all about streaming sites now it's like video killed the radio star YouTube killed the TV video. star. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've Someone covered. Needs to write a song about this. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. There's another one. You're on it. Um, Don't tell anybody. We won't. We won't. This, this won't be out for a while anyway. So you're fine. Um, 
you've covered the best Lion King song ever. <gasps> right? I loved doing that. Oh my god, my haircut but, was awful. That's not that bad. That was oh, that I wasn't what I went to. I was just like, I love. I just can't wait to be king. I've been missing the video. Oh, there's a video of it. Yeah, I watched it. There's a video. It's terrible. Oh, it's not, oh I was, how old was I then? I was like, I was 22 then. 21, 22. I mean, yeah, I, I do quite like that. Yeah, it, that's my favorite song. I love Lion King. Yes. It is, it is about, Aladdin is the Aladdin is the all-time best Disney film, but Lion King is definitely up there. Um, is there any other Disney songs that you wanted to cover? And that you haven't done yet that you want to do. Oh. Well, you should do. Hmm. Disney songs. There's so many. No, I'm not sure. I'd oh I don't know. I haven't covered songs for so long now. Cause I because I'm writing all the time and I've only just started writing my own stuff again. I don't literally find the time to cover a song. But um if I was to... I don't know. I think I've covered my favourite one. <laughs> Get it in your set list for a mic. People will love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might do that, actually. That's like a little hidden yeah. gem. Little hidden gem that's just sat yeah. there. Yeah, because I, I find that actually matches my voice really well. Um, I think me and Simba have the same <laughs> pitch... Like got the same vocal range. I do feel that in a past life I could have been Simba. There you go. <laughs> I agree. I'm a dada. <laughs> <laughs> so, with your work, especially in voiceover stuff, how much creative freedom do you get, or is it different for different clients? Some people are like I want you to say this. Oh, I get. I usually get complete creative freedom. Um, I do have an option to write lyrics, but they can give me their lyrics. Thing with my Fiverr page is what you hear is what you get, really. So if they like that style and they like the sound of my voice and they like the music on there, they generally just like what I do. Um, sometimes I have revisions or can you change this word there? Because they've decided to change their lyrics or um, could you end? Usually I get told to end a bit on a higher note or can you make it slower? Because it's too fast. Um, but generally, yeah, I have all the freedom. All the freedom, really. Have you had any really weird requests? Like, really a long, weird? A long time ago, I got asked to crack an egg on my head on video. <laughs> what? That was old Fiverr, though. That was when everything was for $5. <laughs> and I'd want more than a Fiverr for that. And to put slime all over myself. That's not what I expected the answer to that question to be. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Put slime all over yourself. Oh, I, I made a jingle once for someone. I think I can't, they did a podcast and, and they wanted me to sing a song about what's in, in their sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear I that. I can't think how it went now, but I will find it for you. It's really, it really good, actually. I quite Yes, like please. It. I would, I would, <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good one like that. So uh, with the amount of products you've like advertised over the years, has that obviously you don't need to give examples, don't worry. I don't need to throw anyone under the bus, but have there ever been any products where you're just like, wow, this is incredibly terrible. How am I gonna make how am I gonna make this look good or sound good? Oh, oh gosh. I can't think. I can't think. Sometimes people come to me though for a jingle. 
and then it doesn't work out. And then they come for another jingle for something else that doesn't work out. <laughs> and something else that doesn't work out. So on the flip side of that, though, has anyone ever hired you for a product and you'd be like, hey, this is really good. I'm going to buy one of these. Oh, um, oh. I, I don't think I'd buy one, though. I'd want it free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you jingle? Send me one, yeah? Please. I, some people do send me some really nice um, nice gifts. I, 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 I prefer not to ask, but I do, I do like a little, like, you know, a little, a little thing to remember some songs by. Um, but I have been um, doing a lot of um, nursery rhymes for a, a company, for a lady. She's from France, but she lives in America now. But I won't tell you her life story. Um, so she's like called Callie's Books, and she does um, she does kids books, and it's amazing. She started doing like a few, and now she's like, I need this book, I need that book, I need that book, I need that book. Well, you do the music, so like it's like fifteen second slot like slots for each page. I absolutely love that project, and she does send me some books, and I'm so happy about that because uh, Harry really loves um pushing the buttons <laughs> i'm oh. like oh turn it off turn it off <laughs> <laughs> i do actually hide like a lot of them in the cupboard but um i've taken a few out but they've kind of died now so when the button doesn't work and he's pushing it um the battery's dead so he gets really annoyed <laughs> i should probably change it but no that's all right we've all been guilty of not changing the batteries in our kids toys it's fine <laughs> i was gonna say i thought you'd whip your guitar i play it for him <laughs> I, I tried um i pulled my ukulele out yesterday because i'm trying to practice for for sunday and um he just keeps trying to grab it off me and grab the strings i'm thinking well one string looks like it might snap at some point so i'm just like don't touch it don't touch it now strap, strap him in his high chest stop playing baby shark he wants me to play baby shark it's like i'm not playing baby shark on sunday <laughs> <laughs> oh you should so open the set with baby shark <laughs> That's two, two songs. Two, two songs then. So, <laughs> where did the name Shifty Pop actually come from? So when I was 12, you know MSN? Remember MSN? Oh, God, yes. And they'd got that, the emoticon with the eyes that go like that. Yes. Yes. The Shifty Eyes. I was Shifty Eyed Sarah. I don't know why <laughs> that was. And then it went to Shifty Sarah for me to do my solo... Um, my solo guitar and singing, and then um, and then it went to and everyone called me Shifty for years and years and years up till uni, and then the band Toy Pop was created, and we all we all had names. So I was Shifty Pop. We'd got Fizzy Pop, Cheesy Pop, and Fruity Pop. That Incredible. was our names in the band. And then, um, Who needs the Spice after- Girls? <laughs> With the new ones. Um, after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think though. After we finished, I just kept Shifty Pop, and that's like been my my thing really. That's that's me. I am Shifty Pop now, but no one calls me Shifty anymore, which is really sad. But well, I suppose at least you know Crazy Town would probably get pissed off if they did. He's <laughs> yeah, his name was Shifty, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're crazy. You know the guy from Crazy Town with the blonde spiky hair, the tattoos. What year was he called Shifty? Is, is oh I don't know. He released an album. He's called himself Shifty. When was Butterfly out? That was the years ago, wasn't it? So from before then. I want to say 2005. I can't mm, remember now. Mm. Oh well. It was a long time ago. I've got a better name. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got a business card, so we can do one. <laughs> I got lots. <laughs> I've got 100. <laughs> no, I've got 500, I think. Amazing. And it's a lot of business I got, cards. I got them with my, uh, well, I'll pass them out on the open mic now. I'll have somewhere to actually pass them out because I've been sat here at my computer for ages. Where is your open mic, Mac? I'm not saying. <laughs> oh, it's in Cardiff, <laughs> isn't it? No. Oh, okay. It's so, only local. It's local. Oh, okay. I love the fact that you asked where the name Shifty Pop come from. That was the next question on my sheet. In my, in my brain, we've worked together for too long. We know this. So I mentioned in my intro, I discovered you from a news article from the Daily Mail in 2019. <laughs> yeah. It's, how did that come about? Did they just approach you out of the blue? Mm. Yeah, I suppose they did, yeah. Yeah, and I was on Lab Bible as well. And everyone, oh my God. Um, so the article, like, yeah, yeah, they do they do blow things up a little bit, these, you know, these journalists and all that. But um, <laughs> I had people saying, <laughs> like, people from uni were seeing it on Lab Bible and they were going, oh, I knew her in uni, I thought she was weird. <laughs> jokes on me now <laughs> that's what i said it was like everyone knew me as like well i was always i was always out having a laugh and getting drunk and just writing songs all day like i i was living my dream really um but no one thought writing music with toy instruments was ever going to get me anywhere <laughs> and it did <laughs> It's, it's amazing. Look, so that article completely. That is why I emailed you. I read that article and was like, "This is a story. I need to speak to this woman. This is amazing." Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was funny because I was pregnant at the time when all the articles blew up. Um, but around that time, like I was, I was earning more and more and more, which was good, really, because my maternity. Well, I was going off on maternity in the November of which didn't last very long because you've got to like save your money up now really because you get you get your maternity pay but it's not going to cover much at all mm. um so i do my back to work days you get 10 back to work days and then you've got to go back normal then but that that was quite stressful i think that mm, i don't know something needs to be done about self-employment maternity because well I don't know. It just does. It's oh, me being political. <laughs> that's fine, because I was going to say, sir, it all starts at the top and no one wants the fucking Tories around. So, Here he goes. But st- we, we won't, we won't get political on this show, but I cannot fucking stand them. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so did that news article help get you actually more work, though? No, it had loads of, loads of people were like messaging me saying, oh, I want to do what you're doing. <laughs> oh wow i might have had like one or two things but there was nothing nothing like i didn't get much from it other than people probably like oh i seen her on there but you know who i don't know really it was um i don't know i don't know my mind's gone blank Yeah, people people wanted to they wanted to start up and like sell things i think people saw that i was a musician making money and they're like oh my god someone can make money on fiverr i'm gonna go on there too but i think i i've got quite um i'm quite blessed that i started fiverr 
back in 2013 when they were really small. So I've built I've built my uh, reputation up over eight years, and that does show in my profile. There is so much, so much love on there. People are like, oh, I love it. You know, people are will take the time to write a paragraph about how happy they are about their happy jingle. Um, That's incredible. Which is great. Um, so yeah, the the only advice I really give to people is make an account and just just like upload a gig and just like I don't know how do people do it these days? I don't know. But I've kept, I managed to keep my top rated seller status since I had it, but that's really easy to lose these days. So I'm just like, come on, come on, above. <laughs> you got you've got like thresholds to be above. You've got to have ninety percent in this, ninety percent in that. Um, but I only have like six to ten orders a month and if say i had a cancellation and i didn't have 10 orders i'm gonna drop automatically with one cancellation below 90 so i've got to be very very careful of what i accept i mean someone the other day they sent me a script and i didn't read it properly i said yeah i'll do that for so much amount and then i read it and then they wanted me to say that they can use my voice in any way they want and i thought heck like I'm gonna have to oh. risk. I'm gonna have to risk my status to cancel this because I didn't read it properly before I accepted You're and sent the gig thing. Why didn't you read oh, it? I, do that. I wasn't gonna read that. They could, like, put, they could put my voice anywhere. They could say I said something I didn't. That's what I mean. But that's what see because if you don't read, that's how they do it, don't they? They make it massively long and then yeah, they hide stuff. Thing, in thing at the top. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, no, I can't do that. So I didn't do that. Bastards. Oh God! I wonder what they were trying to get you to do. That's well, it was a crazy. kids' thing that that they they might have wanted to just use my buy buy my voice that lot and then like morph it into like saying other stuff for kids stuff. But then you don't know you don't know because you've just signed it for anything. So yeah, so I didn't. I didn't. Do yeah, no. I had a, fr- I, a, a previous guest actually, and now friend of the show. He um, is an actor, and he did some modelling. Um, yeah. And then when a guy made him sign the contract, he put his thumb over that he could use the images in any way, in anywhere, any way he wants, and he'll make no money out of it. And he didn't see it; he signed it. Ah, yeah, you got to be really careful with, the, yeah, with that. Yeah, you got to be so careful. Oh. So always read, Sarah. Always read it. <laughs> I'm terrible at reading instructions and stuff. I'm just like, oh god, but I've really got to read this. <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, how many of us see that T's and C's thing pop up and just like scroll, scroll, scroll? Oh, yeah, yeah I accept with it. The iPhone, with the iPhone, like, I'm not going to do that my iPhone. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't agree. I'm going to throw it in the bin or spend five weeks reading what they've put. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I don't have the time for that. <laughs> Is there anything coming up is there anything that you've always wanted to do that you haven't done within what you do? So, like, is there any like dream? Uh, person to work for or songs to do or anything like that at all not really no i'm happy with what i'm doing um like what i'm doing at the minute but i think my dream now is to perform more because that's yeah. it's like a different happiness a different like bucket to fill um and i used to i used to be the happiest when i would have a gig to look forward to or you know just just being there with other people that do it and chatting to people and going out and socializing and that that is that's what i'm aiming at next for a cool. while i thought oh god no i can't be bothered to do that because this is so easy to make money from but it'd be nice because 
I won't be trying to make money from performing. I, I'm already making my money. That'll be, I'll be performing because that's what I like to do. And then there's mm. the pressure. So, so. Nice. Well, hopefully it all goes well. I hope Sunday goes well anyway. <laughs> I hope so. It will. I'm, I'm excited, I think. I'm in, the good, in a good mindset for it, I think. You'll smash it out of the park. I'm, ho- I'm hoping to receive a Monday, an email on Monday saying that went amazing. Baby Shark went over incredible with the crowd. <laughs> so, before we start wrapping up, I did want to talk to you about your YouTube channel. We have like hinted at it slightly. So you use this as like somewhere to post all your own full length songs that you write. And I, I especially loved it will be okay. I had to listen to that one earlier. It's really oh. sweet, really good song. Have you ever wanted to like record an album of these sort of songs? Um, I did an album um, of some of my songs a little while ago. I haven't bothered paying for it to go up again because I don't know why I didn't. I just thought, oh, it's been up now for a year. I'll just drop it down now. But it's it's on my SoundCloud, the Shifty Pop album. But the new songs I found since I had a baby, they've changed a lot. Like, yet again, I had my, my toy pop sound my early toy pop sound and then my toy pop album sound and then i changed again and then changed again but now i like it's like i'm going back to the ukulele because i've spent so long not playing it that now it's back i'm playing it completely differently and i'm writing differently with it because i'm so used to writing without it and just writing with logic and just putting things in and doing kids songs which is kind of the same over and over again um but I think I, I think that would be another goal to do, actually, to release an album with these new ones. I mean, Mombi that I wrote, I remember writing that and Harry was in bed and I was like, hoping for him to go to sleep for so long. And it was lockdown and like, it was the first time I hadn't got writer's block for ages. Um, but literally just before this, I have another idea for another song. So I just recorded it on my phone, um, the chorus. So I'm ready for that song. And I've got another song. Yeah, I think I could have an album in a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. True song called Talking to Two Strangers on the Internet. It's all about, it's all about us. <laughs> I wrote one about Facebook Stalker once. So, uh... <laughs> Did you? That's amazing. <laughs> so, oh, Tom, have you got any other questions before we wrap up? Just anything that you've got coming up at all now? Anything you've got coming up at all, apart from gigging? I've got. That you can talk about, of course. Ah. My birthday coming up. Hey. <laughs> um, no, I haven't really got anything coming up other than the open mic night. And if that goes well, I expect I'll get very addicted and then start booking in a lot more. So, <laughs> so I'll watch this space, really. Done. That's amazing. Right, before we let you go, we like to play a little game with our guests, if you are willing. Okay. We call it the quick fire round. We ask you five questions and you answer them as quick as you can. <laughs> She's embracing herself. Your favourite pizza topping? Ham and pine. No, pineapple. I Just like pineapple. Pineapple, um, peppers, onions and... A sweet corn and cheese. I ordered a pizza once without cheese by accident on Domino's. Ugh. No! 
Oh. I didn't select cheese. I thought, yeah, you didn't have to select cheese because obviously <laughs> cheese comes on it. But yes, pizza. <laughs> you would expect it to just come off. I called him up. So I don't know what's happened. The the pizzas come without cheese, and then they sent me another one with the same topping, with like so much cheese on. And then ever since I've selected extra cheese, and it's never as thick. Oh, Amazing. that was the best pizza I ever had. Right next. <laughs> That's basically your Domino's going, oh, she wants cheese, does she? I'll make sure she's got cheese. <laughs> um, the first ever concert you went to? McFly, Wonderland Tour. Amazing. Birmingham, NEC. Back when it was actually still called the NEC. Yeah. Well, it's not. <laughs> it changes, changes all the time. I think it's the Utilitar Arena or something now. Oh. What is your favourite snack food? Favorite snack. Mm, favorite snack. Favorite snack. I tried a show nut the other day. I think that's my favorite thing now, but I don't think I should snack on them. What's a show nut? It's like a a show bun with like a caramel like icing. Oh. And it, I think it, it tasted like cheesecake in the middle, and it was round oh. like a donut. Um, it was in um, Cafe Nero. I I do think try the caramel one. It, it's fantastic, but. Don't snack on it because I expect it's very high, high in calories. <laughs> it will just come down with a case of the diabetes if you snack on those things all the time, I imagine. <laughs> I think so. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't have any actual snack snacks that I could think that are my favourite. Who, who would play you in the movie of your life? Anna Kendrick. Yes. <laughs> She's awesome. She's to be, awesome. Whatever. With the way she is in Pitch Perfect and the music and the way you do, I could see oh, that. I love it. Yes. I could easily oh. see that, to be fair. Yes. And I don't think anybody has ever answered that question that fast. No. I just ever. know. I just know she is the one. <laughs> she is I, awesome. I watch her and I think, I want that life. I want to be in Pitch Perfect. <laughs> I do love Anna Kendrick, to be fair, so it's fair. And the last one is, if you could go back in time and speak to the younger version of yourself, what piece of advice would you give them? If I could tell my younger self something, I would say, don't worry about the future. Though I don't know if I was worrying about the future at the time. <laughs> but it's something you still say it anyway, you know, good deal. <laughs> Live your life. Yes. <laughs> my life, though. <laughs> Basically, what you were doing, do it. It's great. Well, it'll work out. I like it. Yeah. Amazing. Sarah, That's thank beautiful. you so much. It's been a pleasure. We really appreciate your time. Thank it's you. It's been good. It's been good fun. Thank you very much. You're thank you welcome. for coming on. Take care. Oh, thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. What a great, great, great interview. Just a great person. Incredible. And Sarah, I hope your gig went well. Because obviously we recorded this a little while ago. Yes. I hope your gig went well. And I hope your child's okay. Yes. <laughs> I hope your child's okay as well. But we really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us. Thank you so much, Sarah, for taking the time out. We hope... You guys enjoy listening to it as we do recording it. And go and check out Shifty Pop on all social media. Yes. Now. And if you want a jingle, go and ask her now. Right Pay now. Them bills now. Right now. Right now. We'll you can wait. still listen to this podcast while you're doing it. Yeah. Fine. We'll wait. Mr. Stevens. Uh, yes, Jamie. It's audience participation time, baby. It's time to participate in Jamie's audience participation challenge. What has he asked you to do this week? Oh, my brothers. 
Now, before we get on to this week's participation challenge, last week we, I don't know, our cries must have been subconsciously heard because we asked the question, where's Ryan Williams? Where is that handsome son of a gun? And it turns out, after I checked my phone after we'd done our recording, he'd commented on the post. Of course he has. <laughs> Typical timing. So for last week, I asked if people to have a Netflix documentary of their life, what would it be called and what would it be about? So, Net- so Netflix replied. Let's try that one again. Uh, so Ryan replied. Did they? <laughs> yeah, they got in touch. They love some of the ideas. So Ryan said, this is a tough one for me because of two reasons. One, whenever I write, I always have trouble coming up with a title. And two, if it really is a documentary about my life, then Cancel Culture would probably have me cancelled by the time the trailer ends. But here's a couple of titles that come to mind. Looking up from the bottom of a shot glass. I like that. Blurred Vision. Cancel This, Stories of a Reformed Arsehole. <laughs> Dazed, The Highs and Lows of Ryan Williams. All these titles would focus on my 20-plus years battle with alcohol and my struggle to get sober. It would also focus on how I went from a racist, homophobic asshole to the three years sober-loving person that I am now. We love you, Ryan. Love we you, really Ryan. Do. And I mean, we, we love your answers. We really appreciate you reaching out to us. We've got you, dudes. Don't you worry about that. And we appreciate and love the fact that you listen to this episode each and every week. And you always contribute as much as you can, when you can. Uh, sending all our love. We really hope you're okay. And uh, we're glad that you're back. Now, this week, I... You remember the show Mock the Week, right? Oh, yeah. Love it. I know it's still on, but it's not as popular as it was, let's be honest. So this week, I'm taking some inspiration from that show. And we're having a round of scenes we like to see. It's an improv game. So where we ask, is there an unlikely line you'd hear in a sci-fi movie? Have you got anything for us, Mr. Stevens? Ah, 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 ah. Why are you fucking the alien? What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So typically the one I came up with has already been put in the comments. I'm saving it for that person instead. Nutsy Shelley, former guest, friend of the show. So you're saying we can hold the egg and spoon race on the sea deck? So this is where you're going to lose. Yeah, I'm going to lose on some of these. Sci-fi stuff. Oh, no. Chris Nesbitt, Devon, the final frontier. (laughs) That really made me laugh. (laughs) Jane Dove, I'm calling you to ask about your extended warranty on your spacecraft. (laughs) Some of these really made me laugh. Lee Wilkes, Vader, Luke, I am your father. Jeremy Kyle, the DNA results show that Vader <laughs> is indeed your father. That I do get. <laughs> Richard Cross, in space, no one can hear you scream. So come on down to the new Space Fort Park where you can scream like a coward on all of the rides and your friends can never laugh at you for it. Amazing. That's, um, that's an amazing answer. <laughs> Kyle Goldson, I have seen sunsets on distant worlds. The birth of stars in the stellar nurseries, the intricate dance of eclipses in multiple star systems, but nothing compares to this beauty of this Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> Admiral Johnson, to stop the rebel virus, we must stay alert, control the rebels, and save lives. <laughs> <laughs> We've crash landed. Sorry, Kyle got Kyle Goldson again. We've crash landed onto something soft and spongy in what seems to be an egg-like smell. Well, this is the planet of the crepes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Benji Walker. Well, Mr. Vader, we were going to build the new Death Star, but we can't get the materials for labour due to Brexit. Nice. <laughs> Matt Dude, look how flat the earth looks from up here. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Simon Hodges, in space, no one can hear you vote Tory. <laughs> Dave Markovecchio. This is like something straight out of Star Trek. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Alex, you legend. <laughs> Callum Gibson. Wait, how come everyone's speaking English? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Bruce. Use the force, Luke. We've run out of lube. <laughs> <laughs> Zara Lavender. The husband says, the truth is here. It's it. <laughs> and mine was Scotty put me down I said put me down <laughs> and last but not least because he is back it's Ryan Williams yet again he yeah. says if you think about it there is a plethora of things that are unlikely to be said in a sci-fi movie but here's a few that popped into my head why is that chicken in the brig <laughs> where are the keys to the shuttle <laughs> does this spacesuit make me look fat my personal favourite, Spock, we're here for an intervention. You're addicted to pogs. Is he? Oh, no. Star Trek. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Ah, oh, so many. I literally had about 120 responses to what this. What was yours? Mine was the um, extended warranty one. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought mine was shit. I just, I just thought about it there and then I was like, fuck. Uh... I don't know. Because obviously the alien dressed up as the woman, didn't she, to, to deliver the president in Mars Attacks. So yeah, I was just like, yeah. shit, I don't know what to think of. Um, so yeah, it was but terrible. No, but we had so many, and there was quite a lot of deep dive scientific, like sci-fi references. Was like, really Tom ain't going to understand them once. Tom no, ain't going to understand them. They're really clever. They're really well done. And we appreciate everybody that gets involved in our participation, in your participation challenges. So thank you so much, everyone. Great answers again. Again, I tell you, excuse me. I got so excited. I burped during that. I'm so excited again. We love that. All right. Anyway, I'm going to have to do another scenes we'd like to see down the line because that, really well. that, that went down really well. That went down really well. Yeah. Really good. And it's good for the improv as well to think about it quickly. But if you enjoy Jamie's participation challenges, you enjoy Callum's teachings, even though he gave you two this week, bastard, get him. Go get him, guys. And you enjoy Tom's journal and the interviews we put out every single week, then you'll enjoy the other 30 editions of the Chronicles of Podcast. Well, yeah, you can find us on Spotify. If I was an Apple podcast, you can find us wherever you get your podcast from. Please come and check us out and allow us into your ears. You can also find us on YouTube at the Chronicles of Podcast. Just search that into your search bar and you can come watch every single interview we've ever done, including our hashtag WBWs, Way Back Wednesdays, which are our previous interviews from a previous channel. We bring them all over and it was an absolute this week you can also find us on the facebook at the chronicles of podcast please come give us a like give us a subscribe subscribe to our youtube channel subscribe to us here follow us everywhere share our shit just throw it out everywhere if, you someone, if someone doesn't know about us you fucking tell them jamie did you know you can also find us on the twitter at tco pod and jamie did you know you can also find us where on the insta at TCO Pod, and you can also find us on the old TikTok at TCO Pod. The Chronicles of Podcast. Downloaders, reviewers, raters, sharers, tell all of your friends about us. Allow us into your ears, and most importantly, only use Bob Ross to design us.
That is glorious. I like that one. <laughs> I want a Bob Ross oil painting of me and you now. That'd be unbelievable. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? That'd be glorious. Jamie, another wonderful, wonderful show. Another, another glorious wonderful. interview. We just, you know, keep rolling. Keep on rolling, rolling. As Lynn Biscuit once said. Uh, as always, do want to say massive thank you to our association with Siscast, the first episode of Val Toby, which my friend Mr. Stevens is part of. We have got Stay Cozy Clothing. Their incredible, incredible full line is out now and it looks incredible. A lot of it is selling out. So be sure to get onto that website. Use that con- The Chronicles to get 10% off at checkout. And obviously, make sure you check out the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. They are an associated charity because they are a cause that means the absolute world to us. We can't wait to start raising some money with these guys. But for now, check out their website. Check out everything they do. Donate if you can. Spread the word if you can. And let's stop the hate. Absolutely. Please go check out the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. Like Jamie said, donate where you can. Spread the awareness. Spread the message. Tell everybody about them. They are phenomenal, and we are so proud and pleased to be associated with them and with the work that they do. Um, so hopefully we'll be doing some more stuff on the line. Keep listening to the show to find out what's coming. Thank you, Siscast. We really appreciate you. And obviously Val Toby is now out. Uh, the second episode I am actually in, so I'm quite looking forward to that coming being released. Um, and also thank you so much to State Coast of Clothing and Braden Barry for associating themselves with us. Uh, also, a massive thank you to Matt Roberts. A huge thank you to Matt Roberts for all the tunage. We really appreciate all the music that you provide for us. Please go check them out on the social medias at Matt Roberts Music. I think that's everything. Guys, as for this week, um, we're going to see you next week, all right? Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.